Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashoms in South Africa today. And today we look ahead to the semi-finals of the CAF Champions League. We analyse the state of the Ivory Coast national team following their humiliating 4-1 defeat to Cameroon in a Nations Cup qualifier. We'll link up with our correspondent in Ivory Coast. Actually, the problem with the Ivorian team is the defence. That's what is his target, to strengthen the defense so that we cannot, you know, have many goals. But for this game, it didn't happen. And also Nigeria and Lazio midfielder Ogeni Anazi speaks about his faith. Like uh, the injury I had in the World Cup, uh, it was supposed to last longer, but I don't know how it happens. I always come back very quick, and so I think God is playing a really big role in my life, and I, I really honor God. That's coming up, but our first stop is the CAF Champions League as the first legs of the semi-finals are on this weekend. And four-time African champions TP Mazembe of DR Congo play away in Algeria against Entente Setif with no fans allowed in the stadium as the Confederation of African Football have banned supporters because of repeated incidents of unsporting behaviour at Setif's home ground. And the other semi-final involves another Congolese club, AS Vita Club, who play at home to Tunisia's CS Sfaxian. Well, yes, Vita were here in Harare in March for a first-round game against Dynamos of Zimbabwe. And at that time, I spoke to their striker, Christian Mbala Ndombe. He told me that teams are improving all the time in DR Congo. Congolese football is very, it's very good. It's, uh, it's going up a little bit up because... Uh, all the team, there is no more little team in Congo. All the teams are very big now, are dangerous, so they want to play. Everybody want to play, every team want to do best. So it's very uh, strong teams there in Congo now. So Solomon, that turned out to be very true that the level of Congolese club football is improving. And we have two Congolese clubs among the four Champions League semi-finalists. Well, I think it's really exciting times for uh, Congolese football. Uh, it shows that not only uh, TP Mazembe with their huge resources and their uh, a great uh, multinational team are able to do that, but in Kinshasa, uh, where uh, AS Vida is based, you know, they play in an 80,000 capacity stadium. They have huge fanatical fellowship and also a lot of local Congolese players. I think for me, that is the main thing for AS Vita. But TP Mazembe on the other side is a huge contrast. They have the resources, the finances. So they have a, a Cameroonian players. Uh, they have a, a Zambian players in there. And they have international players who come into Ghanaian players coming in to, to play for uh, TP Mazembe. And a lot of their success is actually built on that. Whatever happens, we're hopefully going to see a Congolese team in the uh, final of the Africa uh, Champions League, which is going to be really great for Congolese football. And I hope that will translate into the Congolese national team also. They've not been doing so well uh, lately. Uh, they have huge talented squad, but not been doing well lately. For me, they are a team like Senegal with huge uh, talented players but not been able to really capitalize on it and making sure that they do well in a tournaments like the AFCON uh, tournament and also in the World Cup qualifiers but it's so good and we hope to see them do well. Yes, DR Congo struggling at national team level but doing extremely well at club level in the CAF Champions League. Now on the show, let's talk about the Elephants of Ivory Coast, who suffered a shock 4-1 defeat to Cameroon in their second group game in the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers. 
Now, Ivory Coast may not have won the Nations Cup since 1992, but they have been considered to be Africa's strongest team over the past 10 years, with three consecutive appearances at the FIFA World Cup finals. Legend Didier Drogba is now retired from international football, and most of the players in the so-called golden generation of Ivorian stars are getting towards the end of their careers. New coach, the Frenchman Hervé Renard, took over after this year's World Cup. He says he wants to make gentle changes rather than giving the team a major overhaul. Well, to analyse the state of the Ivory Coast national team, Planet Sport Football Africa's Adrian Barnard spoke to our correspondent in Ivory Coast, Olivia Cuadio, and first asked him what the reaction was in the country to Ivory Coast's 4-1 defeat to Cameroon. Actually, people were disappointed. You see, we didn't have a good uh, World Cup, and now we expected that during the African Cup of Nations, we can do better. But it didn't happen. And that first game, all the Ivorian hoped that we could win that game and uh, you know, give new hope to their supporters and the fans. But it didn't happen. So big, big, big disappointment. Is the new coach, Herve Renard, doing anything differently with the team? But actually, the problem with the Ivorian team is the defense. That's what is his target, to strengthen the defense so that we cannot, you know, have many goals. But for this game, it didn't happen. I think it's just the court is starting, so we should give him time. Give him time to fix the problem within the team. So it's not going to happen in just one shot, but should give him time. So we hope that Rena is a good coach and that in the future he can do better to fix that problem. Well, there is time for that to happen. You mentioned the defence was the concern. What do people in the Ivory Coast feel is the way forward then? Is it for a complete overhaul with more young players coming in or to continue with the the gentle transition? Yeah, this this, this is what what, what I think. We need more uh, new players. No, Didier Drogba is no more in the team and Zokora is no more in the team. So new guys are coming and they are young, fresh, they have the energy but they need the wisdom and get more practice. So we hope that things will be better in the future. Just give everyone that time to settle the business and uh, move forward. That's our correspondent in Ivory Coast, Olivia Cuadio, speaking to Adrian Barnard, saying that the coach needs time. So, Solomon, what do you think is the way forward for Ivory Coast? Well, Steve, I think the right approach is to definitely have some sort of uh, not a full overhaul, but maybe 50% of, of the team needed to experience some sort of change after the World Cup where they did uh, not well. But I was surprised that Javier Renard came in and uh, really maintained almost the same team except for Didier Zakora, Didier Drogba, who are now retired. Uh, we basically have almost the same team doing the the same thing all over again. I thought maybe uh, a lot of the younger players would be given uh, better roles. You know, we have uh, Wilfred Boney obviously there. Yaya Torre deserves to still be there. Uh, we have Serge Orea from PSG. And you want to see other younger players. I thought he was going to let some of the older players uh, take a break from playing for Ivory Coast uh, for some time and bring in younger players, uh, new energy, new motivation, because I feel the older players, they've, they lack motivation. I feel there needs to be an injection of, of vigor and energy and passion. And you can only get that from uh, 
younger players and players that actually have been really waiting for the opportunity to to play for Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, the older players, there seems to be they've gotten to a comfort zone where they, we don't really see a lot coming from them. Of course, they have a lot of experience, but I thought maybe uh, Javi Renau was going to give a, a lot of them some break because a lot of them have been playing for Cote d'Ivoire for a very, very long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes a player just gets to a place where he, he's not just going to give enough. It's just another game for them. But I think Cote d'Ivoire, if they really want to, have a great future. They really need to look at some of their players in France, in Spain, in the English Premiership. You know, players who are young and they're really waiting for that opportunity to play for Cote d'Ivoire. I think they have what it takes. They have a lot of young players globally everywhere and they need to look farther than the, the current team that they have if they really want to do well and qualify for Morocco. Not just qualifying for Morocco but uh, do well in international tournaments. But I think Gradually, this team is coming to the very end of an era. As for some of the players individually, it's the end of an era for them. But would this be the end of an era for the Ivorian team generally, or are they going to be able to continue uh, by bringing in younger players and new players into the squad? Well, that's a big question for sure. You can tell us what you think is the way forward for Ivory Coast on WhatsApp and on our Facebook page. Should the coach make big changes or should he continue with this gentle approach? Our new WhatsApp number is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word. Tell us what you think is the way forward for Ivory Coast. The WhatsApp number again, plus four four seven nine. Double five two three two seven eight zero and the Facebook page Planet Sport Football Africa. Last week we asked for your views on the opening two games in the Nations Cup qualifiers. Abdu Dem got in touch on Facebook and says these results are telling us that there are no underdogs in African football. The overwhelming performances from Senegal really impressed me with Sadio Mane in fine form. Good luck to the Taranga Lions, says Abdu. Mamadi Jao says Senegal will qualify for the 2015 Nations Cup finals. And Cyril Yomba talked about the player transfers involving Africans. Cyril says that Alex Song spoiled his career by moving to Barcelona. So Cyril Yomba thinks that Cameroon's Alex Song should have stayed with Arsenal. He's now with West Ham this season. So this week, tell us what you think is the way forward for Ivory Coast on WhatsApp on plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero, or on our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Now let's hear from Ogeni Onazi, the Nigeria midfielder who plays his club football with Lazio in Italy. Onazi's only 21 years old and he played in all four of Nigeria's games at this year's World Cup, impressing many. In the second round game against France, Onazi was the victim of a horrendous tackle from French midfielder Blaise Matuidi and was taken off with a suspected fracture, a long-term injury, but it turned out to be a sprain. He spoke to Oluwashina Okaleji, who first asked about the role that his faith plays in his football. Uh, I just believe that God is the reason why uh, I'm playing football today because it's the reason why I'm even living today. So I believe so much in God and I owe him a lot. And uh, that is why you see that uh, anytime I I play football, people see really the God's grace in my life. And uh, most especially when I'm injured, with the expected time I'm supposed to come back, I'll come a little more faster than when I'm supposed to come back. Like uh, the injury I had in the World Cup, uh, 
it was supposed to last longer, but I don't know how it happens. I always come back very quick, and so I think God is playing a really a big role in my life, and I I really honor God. Um, you're a pianist in the church. You play all sort of instruments in the church, and sometimes when I see you, it's amazing how you didn't end up in the altar and you turned out to be a footballer on the pitch. How did that come about? <laughs> well, that is uh, everyone has his own role to play to use it to serve God. Uh, some people can play football and serve God. Some people can watch you play football and they will give their life to Christ. And uh, it's not only by being a pastor or being in the altar. Uh, I also play music very well before I went into professional football. And that is the little way I can be able to serve God. And so even when I have my less time, I go to the church and play the keyboard or play the bass guitar or play the drums to express my own way of serving God. That's your way of serving God. Now, how do you communicate with God? Well, there's a lot of ways to communicate to God. Before, I, I, I always listen to gospel music uh, in my spare time. Even when I'm going to match, I listen to gospel music. Before I start entering the bus to the game, and even when I, I just listen to gospel music always, and even while driving, I listen to gospel music. Uh, it's inspirational, and also I pray a lot. Uh, have times of prayers and so because if you don't pray there's no how you can be able to be strong in this field that's again Yi Onazi more from the Nigeria and Lazio midfielder on the show next week but Solomon where do you see Onazi going in his career well I think Onazi is a player for the future basically a very hard player a player that goes all out to play for uh, his team and uh, he's from a place called Joss in Nigeria uh, in which is a city that is really known for producing great players like John Mikel Obi, uh, Ahmed Musa. He's a very young lad and uh, there's talks of him moving to the English Premiership and also moving to bigger leagues and, and getting the opportunity to do better and we hope in the future you know uh, Onazi is definitely going to be in the heart of uh, the Super Eagles uh, and he seems to be a, a lad who also has a lot of leadership qualities from the way that he plays so we hope to see him hopefully uh, in the next four or five years leading the super eagles in some sort of way and not just in his play but also in leadership so the young man has a lot to offer thanks Solomon part two of our interview with Ogeni Onazi on the program next week that's it for this week's edition of Planet Sport Football Africa but do get in touch on Facebook or WhatsApp we're asking what do you think is the way forward for the Ivory Coast national team following that humiliating 4-1 defeat to Cameroon in a Nations Cup qualifier. Do the Elephants need a major overhaul, or should coach Hervé Renard continue to be patient? Our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, that's all one word, and the WhatsApp number, plus 447955232780. That's plus 447955232780. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashams in South Africa, thanks for being with us. You can find us online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.